You're listening to the Back Home Network, presented by Homefield Apparel. Alrighty. Well, we are back here on the Inside Scoop. Uh, it has been a few weeks <laughs> since we recorded. I don't know, four, five, six weeks, however long it's been. Uh, you know, and tomorrow when we launched this, you know, we kind of promised a pretty aggressive recording schedule. Uh, we haven't quite hit that schedule. And maybe we should have anticipated, you know, that for a freshman adjusting to life at IU and a dad adjusting to life with two young kids, uh, it would be a little bit harder than we thought to uh, to keep up quite as consistent of recording as we wanted to. Uh, but we're here and we're uh, we're obviously going to keep doing these. And I appreciate you making the time, man, because I know things are obviously really busy for you right now. Uh, so it's good to have you back and good to be good to be chatting again. Yes, sir. You know, we uh, we were texting earlier uh, and, you know, and you were saying that you've been using a lot of your free time to do your homework, uh, you know, which is one of the reasons why we couldn't record, which is which is a, a good thing to be using your free time for, man. How are how are classes going? How are studies going? Trying to keep up with all that. Hey, they're going pretty well, but it's just like, you know, especially like us going on the road and it's like we practice so much as games is like two days in between each game waking up early for class going to practice gotta go, go do homework it's like a full day so it's like it's not like it, the classes are going well it's just like the fact that like it's not that it's like it's like a lot like it's like so much that I, I like can't handle it but it's just like it's there and I gotta do it so it's yeah like, What's been the class that you've enjoyed the most so far? Um, I have a um, survival, survival, I think it's survival culture of African-Americans. Mm. And I, I had that class at 945 a.m. And I get up for it because it's like, I like, I enjoy it going. Now I have like missed a few, like I don't, I don't class just like we was on the road or something. But other than that, if I'm, I'm, I'm going. What is that like for you guys? I mean, you know, I know Coach Woodson is pretty old school and he obviously played for a coach who demanded, you know, full attendance. Like how how closely do they keep tabs on you guys in terms of, you know, if you're going to class and all that stuff? Because I know if if someone had been keeping close tabs on me in college when it came to class attendance, I don't know that I would have done so well. But I know you guys, uh, you know, you guys have a lot at stake. uh, And I know that compels you to go to class sometimes, too, when it might be a little bit harder to wake up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it, they didn't have emails or anything like that. So like, my our teacher, like, if it gets to like a certain amount of absence, like they'll like email our academic advisor, not Coach Wilson. Really? But she makes sure like that, like we in class, like like she be honest about that, like that that's her lane. Yeah. Well, you know, you guys are you know, sitting in an interesting spot right now, you know, obviously you had the five game losing streak. You ended that picked up the two wins, you know, here recently to kind of get things back on track, really big game on Wednesday night against Rutgers that, you know, a lot of people are kind of looking as, as almost a play in game, you know, since both you guys are bubble teams right now, uh, take us inside the locker room. I mean, what's the, what's the general feeling? What's the general vibe right now in there? I mean, it's just, as always, but I mean, it's like different. I mean, I, I guess it, you could just say it's like laser sharp focus, really. 
like guys, like we understand the situation. And it's like, you know, we, we're playing good basketball, like, and we believe in the guys in our locker room, you know, as long as we just play the right way for 40 minutes, like not 39, not 38, 40 minutes, like just at zero. And that's like the, the message. And it's like, it sounds like simple, but like you really got to lock in. Like, it's about like, it's kind of just like about who can stay locked in for the longest amount of time. Like, that's who should win a game. Like, who's more focused, like paying attention to details and like taking care of like, especially like in the first half, like, cause it's like little like mistakes that you can control in the first half and they come back to bite you in yeah. later in the game. Whether that's like turnovers or just a you know, bad defensive rotation, free throws. It's like, you know, we, we know that we have to, check off all those boxes in order like that has to that goes with the focus of being like that for 40 minutes Mm -hmm. we hear coach woodson talk a lot about you know this group needing to learn how to win you know and him needing to kind of teach you guys how to win is that is that kind of what he means by that just that you know that focus and what else do you take from that like what does that mean to you learning how to win i mean i mean yeah that's that's pretty much it. Obviously, it's like tons of more things that Coach Wilson says, but like he's he's sixty three years old. Like he's not gonna like be saying like mad stuff. Like it's always the same message. Like like he say something like we didn't heard we heard him say that before. Like it's like you know keep drilling it in you till you like really get it. Like it's what we got to do. So it's like and we and we believe we believe in him. Like just yeah. like he trusts us to put us out there on the floor, we believe in him as a coach. Like, you know, especially like me, I'm a freshman. It's my first year in college. It's his first year of coaching in college. Yeah. So it's, he knows way more about the game than me, but it's like it's still both our first time being here in this situation with this team, like on a different level of basketball. Hmm. Where it's not no like defensive. Three second violation, like you can see the paint. But, but it's like, yeah, that, that's, but yeah, like, that's pretty much it. Like, he, you know, we, we understand that we got to continue to work together to learn how to win. So that's, that's, yeah, that's interesting that you say that because I mean, he obviously has tons and tons of coaching experience, but it came at the NBA level. And this is his, you know, his first season in college. Has he, you know, mentioned anything or is there anything you've noticed, you know, where you've kind of seen him through the season, you know, similar to, you know, to yourself, you know, you're at a new level, you're playing and, you know, at a new level, we're going to talk, you know, in a little bit about what that transition is like. What are some things that you, where you've maybe seen him adjust, you know, where it's like, okay, you know, this is the college game. It's a little bit different. I maybe need to do this a little bit differently. I mean, he, he makes like, and especially as the year is going on, like he's making like just way more in game, adjustments because it's like he's playing now he got some college games under his belt so it's like okay like he he know how to attack it like because like he didn't know basketball like he he played so it's like it's not like he didn't play in it before it's just like he coaching now so it's like you know just he I mean I guess you could say he just makes adjustments on both ends of the floor like you know realizing you know like less Obviously, like 
our defense is what is helping us like stay in games. So it's like, you know, on the offensive end, you know, just using everybody, moving the ball, you know, using all of our weapons and just like knowing where our strengths are and and, and when everyone knowing their roles, you know, and just working together. Yeah. You know, that's those are really the adjustments that he kind of like preaches to us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, speaking of, you know, the position that you guys are in right now, um, you know, Rob Finnessy was talking on the media zoom, you know, about kind of tracking some of the bracketology stuff and, and keeping tabs on that. How closely do you guys follow like what people are saying about your NCAA tournament, you know, chances and where you are? Cause obviously there's a ton of chatter about that. You know, two of the co-hosts on this show are, you know, bracketologists who, you know, are putting out brackets all the time. How much of that are you guys watching? What are those conversations like? I mean, we know about it, but like, like I personally, like, I don't see any of it. Like I don't even like. It's like I I know that we have to just win the games. Like if we win, that's that's like where all my focus is at. Like I don't have like Twitter on my phone or like anything else that it's on. Like all that, and I and, like if it like comes up on a game, like okay, I'll see it then. But other than that, like in terms of what people are saying and what it looked like, and like just nah, like I'm like we just got to win the games. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that that you do that. And we've talked about that, you know, with how you kind of put the blinders on and don't worry about social media. And that was, you know, one of the other interesting things, you know, Xavier Johnson obviously is just having an incredible stretch of basketball right now coming on the heels of a stretch where he had really struggled, you know, and I think, you know, he mentioned in a recent, you know, post game, you know, about, you know, some of those struggles and, you know, even reading some of the social media stuff and that stuff kind of getting to him you know, have, have you had conversations with him? Do you guys internally have conversations? You know, you know, some of the people like you that don't focus as much on social media, trying to convince other guys not to, uh, you know, or, or what, what are those conversations like if they happen? Well, I mean, we, we kind of just like came to understand that it's like the guys in the locker room, like the guys in the huddle, or like in the locker room before we go out to the game, that's, that's the guy, the people that's with you. Like, we go out there, like, we the ones that's playing. Like, we doing it. So it's like, you know, talking, or, or like, the Twitter fingers, That that's not something that, it's just like, it don't have nothing to do with the actual game of basketball. You know, so it's just like, you know, it's known that the, the guys in the locker room, you know, your brothers that standing next to you, those are the people you need to be like concerned with because it's like we're going to play. Um, I mean, that that's really like was the conversation because like Coach Wilson like said something about it too, but yeah, Z like he knows how the fans are, so it's like you know, he just told us to stay off of that. <laughs> I've already. Like I've been, like put that down. So it's like, you don't think that you could scroll through Twitter or listen to a, a podcast and pick up some pointers that would help you out there on the court. <laughs> I can't I'll even ask that it. question without laughing. <laughs> it's like, I don't look at none of that stuff. Like I don't have like so it's like. <laughs> No, that is, it's definitely the best way to be. If you're an entrepreneur, business owner, or marketer, you know how much your messaging matters. Bob Knight said, all of us learn to write in the second grade. 
most of us go on to do greater things. And coaches write about some writing, but not copywriting. The kind of writing that grows your business through memorable messaging and marketing. Any business can dominate the competition and win big with a world-class copywriter crafting time-saving and money-making emails, landing pages, ads, and more for you. Clay Manley from Speakeasy Sales Copy is one of the world's best, and he lends his talents to small businesses. Clay is an IU alum and an award-winning writer whose words have been trusted by Marvel, Slim Jim, Petco, and many other household names. After getting sick of helping the rich get richer, he left corporate copywriting to focus on helping small businesses grow. If your business could benefit from stronger messaging, then contact Clay at clay at speakeasysalescopy.com. And as a listener of the show, you can sample his proven playbook of million-dollar messaging secrets for free. Just go to speakeasysalescopy.com slash scoop for more. That's speakeasysalescopy.com slash scoop. This could be your banner year, and your copy is the X Factor. Contact Clay at Speakeasy Sales Copy today. I saw a quote come up the other day on Twitter, actually, that made me think of you. It was from Kobe. It said, haters are a good problem to have. Nobody hates the good ones. They hate the great ones. And Kobe, if you just look up Kobe Bryant quotes on haters, he has tons and tons of them. He obviously had a great perspective on it, being someone who was pretty polarizing. You know, some people loved him, some people didn't. But as he said, another one of his quotes, hey, if you have, you know, you may hate me now, but you're going to remember me. Uh, what do quotes like that from a guy that I know that you admire, what, what do those mean to you? What do you take from those? It's just like helping me with my mindset towards it. So it's like, because like if all the, like the basketball players and just people that, that came before, like not just me, but all like other basketball players, like they they showed you the recipe on like how to be great. Like they they showing, they giving it to us. Like it's right here. Like it's free game, especially when they get on when they get on podcasts or like just like you said, like social media, just like putting out quotes or, or just interviews, and then just watching the way that they that they move. Like, you know, the time that they put in, it's like. Thank you. That that's that's like what I that's how I see it. Like I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Like mm-hmm. watching the stuff that they like just watching a full game, like sitting down and watching like a full like Lakers and the Knicks on Christmas, go back and watch that game. Like it's like doing insane stuff, like out of body. So it's like obviously they're doing something right. So Whatever they say, I'm going to listen to it. You know, you talk about watching basketball. Before we started recording here, you know, as soon as you hopped on Zoom, you were in the middle of watching a bunch of Big Ten games. Uh, we're recording this right after Ohio State lost to Nebraska. Purdue's about to play Wisconsin. And, uh, like, just, you know, this is your first time through this league. You know, I want to get your thoughts on just kind of how crazy this league is. You know, Ohio State, they beat you. They went on the road at Illinois. And then they drop games to Maryland and Nebraska, you know, kind of inexplicable when you just look at what the expectations are. And yet there's that old adage, anybody in the big 10 can beat anybody on any given night. And it really is true. I mean, how are you making sense of the big 10 as you make your first way, you know, your way through it for the first time? I think this year we're the best conference in the country just because like 
seriously, like any, like literally anybody can beat anyone. Like it really don't matter. It's just like, cause you still got to go out there and play the game. Like, like all the numbers and like projections could be like out before the game, but they still got to go out there and play. So I feel like every team in the league understand that. And everybody just competes. And it's, it's at a high level. So it's basketball that I enjoy playing and watching. You know, there's some teams that are kind of lower in the standings, Nebraska, Maryland, Penn State. Like of those teams that are kind of down there, who kind of surprised you as being better than you thought? Out of those teams or just like in, in the conference? Yeah, or anybody. I mean, if there's someone else that stands out, talk about them too. Uh, I mean, as a team <coughs> or just like, you talking about as a team or just like players? Well, I was talking as a team, but if there's players that stick out, go that route. I would say most recently Fats Russell, like he he probably the fastest guard in the country. Mm-hmm. Like just like just how like X is like fast, like he's fat and he little, and it's like he, he can really shoot the ball. He, he's a good player. Like he he got a good feel for the game. Yeah, and I would say as a team. Penn State gave us a really good game up there. They got that. It's another one that we just gave away. But you know, we we when they came to the career, we handled that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Support for the inside scoop is also presented by Home Field Apparel, the presenting sponsor for the Back Home Network. And our friends at Homefield Apparel, they have the widest and most extensive collection of vintage IU apparel that you will find anywhere. And as I'm sure you've come to know, it's not just IU. They started with IU stuff and the Bison logo that kind of took everybody by storm. And they just did a brand refresh, so they keep adding to their IU collection. But they're also adding other schools like crazy. They have, I think, 120 schools now. And so as you're looking to shop for yourself or for the IU fan in your life, or even folks who didn't go to Indiana, Homefield Apparel is the place to go for excellent fitting, ridiculously comfortable, washable, vintage gear that really makes a statement uh, about your fandom. And so go to homefieldapparel.com, use the promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, to get 15% off your first order. That's homefieldapparel.com, promo code H-O-M-E. Now, back to the inside scoop. Hey, okay, speaking of that game, you know, that that game against Penn State at home featured just an incredible stretch of play by you guys in the first half. I mean, it's it's one of the best 20 minutes of basketball we've seen from an IU team in a long time. And you guys have had some stretches like that. You know, the lead that you built at Wisconsin. Um, And, you know, just against Minnesota recently, you know, you build that 27-point lead, it kind of starts to fall apart. What happens? When that happens, you know, how come you guys are able within the same game to build this big lead and, you know, look great and kind of click on all cylinders and then really struggle to maintain it and hold it. And sometimes you win, you know, like the Penn state game and the Minnesota game, but other games, obviously like the Wisconsin game, you aren't able to win. Like what, what is it? What causes that? What do you think it is about this group that allows that to happen? I mean, I don't think it's like anything about this group, but it's just like those, like the mental lapses that we got to eliminate for like stretches of basketball. Cause like every team in the big 10 can compete. Like, so it's like, you know, we, we gotta, you know, that's something that we, you know, still working on as a team. And it's like, 
we, we feel like we just be gonna keep going after it until we get it right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we 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 were able to make the plays at the end of the Minnesota game to win that one, but it's like, you know, we gotta make that that twenty seven point lead go the other way. Yeah. Is it what, what is it like for you? Because there have obviously been times when you've been on the court for both building the lead and, you know, when the lead has started to go down in those times when when the lead is starting to to dwindle and you're not on the court. What is that like to watch and not to be able to be out there and and impact it? That, that's more. I've, well, I don't know about like when the guys are playing like versus watching it. But when you're watching this like. Then like you're you're not playing. You really just like really sitting there like like you you see you see it like they in it, but you see everything. So it's like when you watching, it's like it make your heart race more because it's like you you watching our our team like we 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 trying to keep the lead and they they just keep making shots. Huh, 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 huh. <laughs> so it's like I'm like yo, dog. We need. I'm sitting next to Mike. I always sit next to Mike on the bench. Or, or especially like team coming back. I'm like, yo, dog, like, come on. Like, we we got to get right. So, I mean, but sitting over there, like we making sure we still talking locked into the game. Cause we don't know if we don't get in. Like we get something at any moment, you got to be ready to go. Yeah. And, but if not, it's like, we still trying to make sure we get out of here with a win. So. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what, like I mean, it, like we, so we over there, like it's like it's kind of, kind of. I mean, it's like you, you, you learn, like before you start watching the film, because it's like you see what's going on. So it's like when you go out there, you want to try and eliminate those mistakes. Yeah. So let's talk about your season and and kind of this journey for you, you know, as a freshman, because um, it's really you know, in a lot of ways, it's been, it's almost been like three seasons for you. You know, you really, you know, early on, you know, through the early part of the schedule, you know, you were playing pretty consistent minutes, you know, getting in, you know, kind of, you know, showing your scoring potential, you know, you had that big first half against Nebraska, you know, when things were looking down for the team, you come in, provide a big spark. And then, you know, really kind of, I guess it was, you know, maybe, you know, after Christmas and through that first stretch of big 10 games, you know, your minutes kind of dwindled, your your production dwindled some. And now over the last five games, it's kind of come back. You know, you've played, you know, 20 minutes per game over these last five. Your scoring is up. Uh, you know, you obviously had that, you know, the big game against Michigan State with 13 points. You know, talk to me about or tell us about, you know, what, if anything, has kind of changed, you know, that has allowed you now. Because, you know, a lot of times you know, when when freshmen get discussed, they talk about the freshman wall. Right. It's like freshmen go, they kind of hit this wall, you know, whether it's, you know, because of the physicality or the mental load of it, you know, and they start to struggle. And it's almost like you, you know, hit a wall and like busted through it. Now your production is getting better. Talk to me about that. Maybe what's changed over these last five games that's allowed you to to kind of get back to being the guy more that we saw at the start of the year. Uh, I mean, like I always say, like nothing has ever changed. This is about staying consistent, you know realizing that it's going to be, you know, peaks and valleys. So it's like, you know, I just got to stay consistent and continue to trust my work, trust the team, and, you know, keep the common goal in mind, which is to win and, you know, get to the NCAA tournament. 
before that, we said we got to get to the big. We, I mean, we go, we going to the big ten tournament, but it's like we got to handle our business there too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, like my like that, my mindset is just about getting to the tournament. When it, like we, we gonna be in every game, so it's like trying to win all of them. Right? So that that that's just how how I approach it, and you know just about this whole season because it's like you know it's it just about and, and again i guess i guess you could just say it's just about well for me how i see it i just stay patient like just keep putting the work in stay consistent continue to be yourself you know told you like i'm just doing things to take care of my my mental health and meditating reading i got more of my books now mm-hmm what is that Gordon? Gotta stick together. Mm-hmm. Stick together. Got the energy bus. Nice. It's the Bill Garrett joint. Aha. Getting open. The Bill Garrett story. Have you had a chance to read that yet? Right, I'm reading the energy bus right now, but I'm, I'm gonna have to open that one too. Mm-hmm. So you know, you look around the conference and, you know, a lot of guys who came in, you know, ranked around you, you know, highly touted freshmen, you know, Max Christie and Caleb Houston and a lot of these guys where a lot was expected of them, you know, we're all playing key roles like you do. And, you know, you look at their production and it's up and down. And even Malachi Branham, you know, who just had this amazing three game stretch where he's scoring 25, 30 points a game. You know, he's kind of struggled the last couple games. You know, and you see this, you know, from freshmen, you know, even the really good ones, you know, the ups and downs. What What is it? You know, beyond just the physicality, you know, obviously, you know, that's going to be a big adjustment to the Big Ten, bigger, older guys, you have to adjust there. What are the other biggest adjustments that make it to where even really, really talented guys like yourself and these other guys often come in and are really up and down from a production standpoint? I mean, it's just... It's just basketball, really. Like, you know, sometimes it's gonna be nights when the the ball is not going in, and you you now you got to figure out how to do something else, but also you know stay aggressive because you know you you shoot a certain amount of shots in the fact, and you you work on it. It's like you know it it'll fall, but you still. But now you got to shift your focus to controlling everything I can control, like. You know, just playing hard, defending, rebounding, trying to create for others. Like, you know, I'm talking, diving on the floor. Those kind of things. Like, then it's like, but like, it's not, and it's not really just even just in freshmen. Like, you know, I was just some guys just like scoring like 20, 25 a game in the, like in the country, but like just for other players, like, and even those guys, like, it's, it's games where they just, point production or just like, you know, what? Yeah, yeah, I would say, yeah, like just like scoring points, you know, it's just like the dwindle a little bit, but it's like it's not for too long because it's like everybody, you know, we, we all play basketball and, you know, everybody works on it. Like that's why we're here at these schools. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, just staying the course. Right? My pops. Oh, how's he doing? Good. He probably talking about this uh, Purdue and Wisconsin game. 
Um, well, I know that we we'll uh, we'll finish up here soon so that we both can go uh, so we both can go watch that. Just a couple more questions for you. You know, where do you think you've experienced the most growth so far as a player? Uh, I would say mentally, like that. That was something that I I tapped into last year at IMG, like with my coach JT Trey Draper, Coach mm-hmm. Mack, like, and even the guys around me, my teammates. Like that was something I really tapped into last year. So it's like now taking it to another level of discipline and you know really just you know focusing and taking care of my mind, like because that's where everything starts. You know. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like like being around. Like you, you see Musa at Michigan. I'm playing with him. Like he, he he's one of the hardest workers I've ever been around. Oh, come on, you better than that. <laughs> one of the hardest workers I've ever been on. Yeah, Joshua Ozabar. He 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 goes to Bryant University. It's my dog. You know, he, you know, and just like you know, Jarius Walker, Jaden Bradley, playing with them. Jet Howard. You'll see him next year at Michigan. Just like. Mm-hmm. Guys who really love the game and you know want, want to be like really good at it. So it's like, and then taking it to another level here, just like with continuing to stick to that and you know taking care of you know the top floor. Yeah. Has it been has it been more of a challenge? I mean, you know, every I feel like every time that you know that we've had one of these conversations, you know, the topic of you know, kind of, you know, mental health and what you do to prepare mentally comes up, uh, which is great. And obviously I think is a sign, you know, that you're well prepared to, you know, to succeed, uh, as an athlete, has it been harder to, to kind of manage that and to keep up with that, uh, you know, playing big time college basketball at Indiana, or has it just kind of been, did you feel really well prepared and it's been kind of more of the same of what you're already doing? I mean, I would say, I mean, it's like, hold on, you, you said, like, do, did I think it was going to be, like, the same as in terms of what I experienced last year? Well, no. Is it is it more challenging than you expected, I guess, is the is the question. I mean, nah, because, like, I'm, I'm like, adversity is going to be there regardless. So it's like, you know, just playing the long game. Like, it just, like, just, just keep going. Like, just keep doing it every single day. Keep doing it yeah. every day, every day. It's like, you know, the days are going to stack. And it's like, it can only get better, like, with time. So, you know, just continuing to learn and grow, you know, as a basketball player. Yeah. You know, and, and look, you know, I, I talked about, you know, kind of these splits, uh, you know, that you've had, you know, the, the last five games. Uh, and, you know, the game prior to that, that was the Northwestern game. You know, and you talk about some of the challenges that you've had, you know, and, and you know, I don't want to get into any of the details of what happened leading up to that game. I know you guys keep that stuff in house. I am curious, though, you know, to the extent that you want to talk about it, what it's like, you know, being on the bench for a game like that when you can't be out there playing, you know, and, and being in the position that you guys are in where every win really matters, how you reflect on that game now. You know, and 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 you and the other guys not being able to be there, and what you know, what kind of challenge that has been for you as you've gone through this season. Well, for me, I mean, it was like we at the game, and like time ticking down on the clock before the game, like it's about to start. So you know, it's like gotta push that aside, and I just gotta be a really good teammate. So like that's all I can provide today. So that's 
that's what I'm gonna do. And I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability. And now it's just like about giving more. Cause you know, we, we gotta win these games and you know, no matter what happened, you know, the situation is what it is. So now, you know, we're still in a position where we can still like check off our goals that we set at the beginning of the season. So we just got to go handle our business. Yeah. So speaking of handling business, you know, two big games here coming up to end the regular season. You got Rutgers coming up Wednesday night. It's senior night. Purdue following that, you know, and I'm sure all the focus has been on Rutgers, given how important that game is. What's what's the mindset? What's the focus heading into to Wednesday night's game? We know what we got to do. So it's like, you know, let's go be locked in for 40 minutes. Back at home, you know, they come to our place. Even even last year, I didn't even know. I just found this out. Lost to them three times last year. I'm like, yo, dog, like. <laughs> that, that can't happen. <laughs> come on, like, I wasn't part of that, but it's like now that I'm here, we together. So it's like now I, I, I'm, I'm taking that on as well. So like, no, like, come on, like. No, not in the same, no. same season. But it's like, you know, we still got to go play the game, and we excited. So, you know, we're going to get some rest tonight. Go out there and leave it all on the floor. Absolutely. Last question. You know, Race Thompson is going to be speaking at senior night, Parker Stewart as well. Uh, you know, who knows if those guys are going to come back or not. Obviously, everybody has, you know, questions to answer in the offseason when it comes to using their extra year of eligibility. But I'm curious to just get your thoughts on Race Thompson, you know, because he's been a guy that is just so consistent for you guys. And I've been trying to lead the charge online. Anytime, you know, one of the national writers talks about, you know, a glue guy article, I'm like, your glue guy list has to start with Race Thompson because of what, you know, what he means to you guys. Talk about what it's like playing with Race Thompson and maybe some of the things that that aren't going to be real easy for fans to see because they don't show up in the stat sheet that race does on a game in game out basis for you guys. I mean, for race, it's just like every game, like I know what he's going to give me. So it's like, you know, I know he's going to, you know, do all the little stuff. And I, and I really say it's like more important things, like the big stuff, like he does, like just like, you know, box outs, key rebounds, key blocks, like a bucket, like like when we like if we need one inside, you know, even hitting three. So it's like we know what we're gonna get from him. Like we know what he's good for every game. Like no matter what's going on, we know Ray's gonna do what he needed to do to help us win the game. He's a veteran leader, so it's like he's one of the people that I, you know, listen to. I, you know, I make sure I'm picking his brain. So Yep. All right, man. Well, big game coming up tomorrow. Go get some rest. Appreciate you being here to do this. We'll, uh, you know, we'll have some more coming for folks here as we go down the stretch. And hopefully there are still many, many, many weeks of you guys playing uh, as you make runs in whatever tournaments you're in. Uh, So thanks for being here, man. Good luck tomorrow night. Uh, We'll be cheering for you. I appreciate you. Cool. Thanks, man. 
And that will do it for this edition of the Inside Scoop with Tamar Bates. Thank you for being here and for listening and for sharing. If you're enjoying these episodes, make sure that you share it with another IU fan who you think might enjoy it. Uh, Thanks to Tamar for coming and always being so well-prepared and candid with his answers, really giving us a lot of insight as we go through this season. Thank you to our sponsors, Speakeasy Sales Copy, the presenting sponsor for the Inside Scoop with Tamar Bates. Make sure that you go to speakeasysalescopy.com to see how Clay can help you drive more results to your business and our friends at Homefield Apparel, the presenting sponsor for the Back Home Network. You can go to homefieldapparel.com, use the promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, for 15% off your entire order. And thank you to Bob Thompson for creating the theme song for the Inside Scoop. Appreciate you being here and listening. Share it far and wide if you're enjoying it, and we'll talk to you on the next episode of the Inside Scoop. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.